Greetings and salutations and welcome to Recasted, the podcast that is at least 7 out of a 10 for movie recasting. Funny. Oh, 90 month has come to a close. We've had some laughs, cries, jovial memories as we tear apart how bad 90s actually looked, mm-hmm. at least by today's standards. But we have one movie left that's in the box and we have yet to recast it. What's in the box? What's in the box? Well, we'll tell you. On our episode today, he's giving us the partner's tale, Hassa. Hello. Joining us from the Divine Comedy is Danielle. Hi. And coming out from Paradise Lost is myself, Chris. If you figured all of those literary references, good for you. We're going to bring you some education on today's episode as we explore the deadly sins in our recasting of Seven, or S-E-7-E-N, yeah, depending some, on how you want to do it. For some weird reason on IMDb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Did you get the literary references? Yeah, Canterbury yeah. Tale, Paradise Lost, and <laughs> the Divine Comedy. Divine Comedy. Yeah. You didn't just reference them; you said full-on titles. <laughs> I know. Well, except for the Canterbury yeah, Tales. True. The Partner's Tale was all about the sins. Mm-hmm, yes. Yeah. Seven. Take us away, Hassa. This is your movie. Yes, oh, I yeah. love this movie. This is—it's not my favorite Fincher film, but it's definitely up there. It's really, really good. I love how unique and original the story is. Um, I love how the two cops are never friends. They're kind of more like, you know, just working partners throughout the whole movie. Well, one's retiring in seven days and one's the newbie. (laughs) Um, there's lots and lots of parts of this movie that I just, I super enjoy to the acting, to how, like during that whole chase scene where they're chasing Doe, (laughs) he never shoots his gun. Like. No, like, like what a real cop would be like. I'm trying to remember if I have that in a fact. Um, I don't think I do. But basically, in one of those, they talked about the chase, and they're like, I think it was the director or it was Brad Pitt. One of them's like, they didn't want the typical chase. They didn't want like him knowing exactly where the guy is. Yeah. So that's why he's like going around the corner, stopping. Like he doesn't want to get a shot. Mm-hmm. And then he gets his head bashed in with a tire, a tire yeah. iron, and screws his wrist up. That's in my fun facts. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, but no, I have, ever since this movie came out, like, this is definitely one of the movies that made me really, like, oh, David Fincher is a really, really good director. Mm-hmm. Um, and over the years, and many times I've seen it, which is a lot, um, uh, it just cements the fact that, like, this is this is one of the movies I love of his. I love most of his movies. Mm-hmm. Alien 3 is a bit suspect, but... Of course it is. This was after yeah. Alien 3, by yeah. the way. Um, and, you know, the, the Curious Case of Benjamin Button is good, but it's not... I never saw it. Yeah, so... Anyway. Yeah, I really enjoy this movie. That was my stomach. Anybody else enjoy this movie? Yeah, it was okay. I hate you. I like this movie. I know, you do. We've watched it together. Yeah. I know you like this movie. I've watched it at least twice. Yeah. And because of you... But yes, it is very enjoyable. Yeah. You can definitely tell it's a Fincher movie. Yeah. Because I think we're watching, like, wait, is this a Fincher movie? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> he, he actually, like, has a look to his stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most directors do. Like, like they always have, like, a, a certain flair to them. Like, Michael Bay has explosions. Not only that, yeah. Michael Bay has a color scheme. Michael Bay has a color scheme, and he has that rotation. Yeah. He likes yeah. to go around his actors. Yeah. Like, Michael Bay's color scheme is basically <clears throat> teal and tan. Yeah. Right? And orange. Yeah. Well, tan. Weird. No, just orange. Yeah. Not even tan. It's orange. Yeah. I don't know. It's Fincher. I think it's, like, kind of, like, eerie and... Yeah. Yeah. Everything's kind of, Yeah. Yeah, everything. And then... Unnerving. <laughs> definitely. He definitely has that. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's very clustered, too, I find. Well, I know... Like, everything's part... really clustered. Oh, like in Fincher films? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I thought you were just talking about this movie in particular. Well, no, in this movie you can see a lot of it, but, like, yeah, in even in Aliens, like, I remember... Oh, Aliens 3, sorry. But it's, like, it's still contained, right? Mm-hmm. But it still seemed, like, very... Clu- like, I shouldn't say clustered, but claustrophobic? You mean, like, because there's that scene where there's, like, all those books and stuff in that one room? But, like, even that first, the first death with Gluttony, like, that kitchen has just got shit. Literally. Everywhere. Yeah. everywhere. 
like it's just so and they don't have a lot of space and they can't yeah. really move around and they can't get a lot of people in there like it's a lot of like i agree this is a great great movie um i think i know it more for the ending because well, everybody knows it i know it's the thing what's it's... in the box what's in the box i think that's how has to introduce the movie it's like that movie where you've heard the yeah. line from right yeah yeah <laughs> and i've always yeah it's the one where you're like you have the villain kevin spacey yeah but it's one of the ones where you weren't supposed to know who it was until the end. And then, yeah. Well, they don't even have his name in the opening credits. No. And they no. had to do or it twice. Or a poster or anything, right? So. Oh. Yeah. I think I... Yeah. I guess with the clustered thing, too, just thinking about that. So, I guess because um, it's kind of how people live. Messy. Yeah. How many people are clean? Yeah. True. Yeah, but... Like, people have junk and stuff, so I guess... Yeah. But even, like, the street, like, that, the chase itself, like, it's very, it's not a wide open chase. It's a lot of turns. It's a lot of running through people's places. Mm-hmm. It's, like, yeah. jumping out. Yeah, he has one. a very, like, claustrophobic type yeah. feel to his Ew, stuff. Maybe that's why it's unsettling for me. Yeah, I don't like be. that. Yeah. I don't like small spaces. Yeah. But you can tell that, like, when they're, when they're walking around John Doe's home. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, not only is it all painted black. Like all the walls are painted black, which already makes looks feel smaller. Mm-hmm. But like every room goes into this tiny hallway and has a door, which makes everything seem so like like separate from each other. Yeah. Well, right? there's like yeah, there's no open space. Yeah. Until the end, and they're out in open space. Mm. But like it's all like his apartment is like you go in, you turn, you go around. Like there's three different rooms mm-hmm. attached to each other, and then you're, you you can't really figure out where you are yeah and like one of the things that always and i because I've, I've never lived in an apartment building no um go ahead i've never lived in an apartment building so when they when they go after sloth mm-hmm. the cops come in from two doors yeah well i thought do, they... do some apartments have two entrances no <laughs> not that i know of but i thought I, I always thought they came in through the emergency, like the fire escape. Oh, maybe, yeah. Like, I always thought that's where they came in and then they went. Oh. So, hold on one sec. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. That's all right. Um, yeah, so it's yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah. Um, I think it's really, really well done. I think it's, I just think it's one of those films that, like, this is something you watch to understand like a visual medium because like the way he films conversations and stuff like Mm -hmm. you can tell that like (laughs) like one of them is like hold on we'll just get a pause for a second yes we'll come back hey we're back i was talking about the way you film stuff yes camera angle so there's a conversation at the very beginning when they first figure out what's happening um when the first two murders are connected Mm mm-hmm um, and like Morgan Freeman's character and Arlie Irby's character are facing each other in the thing, even though it's still kind of like single actor shots yeah. and Brad Pitt's kind of off to the side and you can tell that he's not part of this conversation. Like they're not listening to him. He, he's just trying to inject himself into the conversation. Right. Until later when they're all having a conversation in like the, the big bullpen area. Yeah, it's the great line of like, "This isn't even my desk." When he picks up the phone and hangs yeah. it up, <laughs> I do like that line. The phone rings, yeah. she picks it up. This isn't my desk. <laughs> Click. Like, Why'd you answer then? <laughs> like it's way more like the three of them talking in the way they film it. Mm-hmm. It's it's very well done. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is well done. So, I will give you that. Anyway. I'm going to stop gushing about the movie I love. You can keep gushing. But you guys talk this about movie. it a little bit. Um, I think I already <clears throat> said what I had to say. Chris didn't really say anything. No. He's just like, oh, it's okay. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoy it. Um, it's not one I go back to all that often. It's, I think for me, it's once you kind of know the end of it, it kind of just goes, okay. The twist. The twist. Yeah. Um, I, like, I, I do like the story. I think it's a great story, and I like the whole... How do I put this? I like the fact that the character of John Doe is never really explored to the fact of like, how is he wealthy? 
how did he buy all this stuff with cash? Like, how did he do half this stuff that mm-hmm. he did? Like, that's not the whole thing. He's like a nobody. That yeah. was his whole well, he thing. chooses to be a he's nobody. He's invisible. Yeah. Yeah. Until um, the very end when he literally screams out, covered in blood. <laughs> yeah. Hey, officers. Yeah. Um, there are certain parts of the movie that I think could have been done slightly better. Mm-hmm. Um, are we going into things you might want to change? Not yet. No. I mean, more of just the visuals of it. You talked about the visuals. The car ride, where yeah. like the camera keeps panning back and forth between Brad Pitt and Kevin Spacey, yeah. it's great that you, you do it, but I feel like it just goes a little long, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It just seems to be a, a bit... And then the helicopter shots are just not great for me. Yeah. It kind of kills it for me a bit. Well, the... Because um, they were added in, I believe. The shot that you're talking about in the car, mm-hmm. like... The way that was filmed was, I think, like, one of them... I can't remember which actor, but was, like, one shot was shot near the beginning of the filming, and the other mm-hmm. side was shot near the end of the filming. Yeah. So, like, they had to scramble to find a street that kind of looked the same and get the rain machines again, and, yeah. right? So, like, that's why that scene kinda... looks a little disjointed, is because, yeah. like, they're not actually there together. No, but... I know. Um, so. Yeah. I like, I like that. I like... I love love um wow can't even think of his name now um kevin spacey no nope. ermy no nope. uh, morgan, morgan freeman wow sorry everybody um i love morgan freeman in this movie like i love his character i love yeah. the fact that he's just like i'm tired i don't want to do this but i'm really intrigued yeah. and interested and i just want to kind of do it yeah like he just, and the thing is, he says that near the end, right? Yeah. Like right before John Doe shows up at the precinct, he's like, "I want to stay on a couple more days." And he's like, yeah. "You don't give me any more favors." Like, this isn't a favor for you. This is a favor for me. I need, I need to know how this ends. I need to. Like, I'm gonna put in a request to keep me on for a couple days, yeah. and then, and it just keeps going. So, and then even at the end, like, he, uh, you know, or after yeah. after, after all that is said and done, like his captain goes like, "So where are you gonna be?" And he's like, "I'll be around." Yeah. <laughs> okay, so. Question. What what do you think in reality would have happened to Brad Pitt's character at the end of this? In reality? In reality. With wh- all that is said and done? Yeah. With exactly the way the movie pans out? Yeah. He'd go to jail. You think so? Too high profile. See, I think... I think the moment they discover it's his wife's head in the box, mm-hmm. I think they would go... Man snapped because literally that. Yeah, but I don't think he'd be a cop anymore. No, I don't think he'd be a cop. Yeah. But I don't think they would send him to jail. Mm. I think they would all make the case. Like the temporary insanity thing type of thing? A temporary, like, but it's an act of passion because, you know, it literally was driving him to be that. I love that. This doesn't sound gross, but I love that scene. I love how that scene is filmed. Mm -hmm. I know everyone gives Brad Pitt a hard time. For what's in the box and blah blah blah. I talked to you. What's in the box? I talked to you about this when we watched the when we watched the scene. But like, when you're acting, you're trying to pull on feelings and stuff that you've either Mm -hmm. had in the past or like what you think is going on. Yeah. You're a cop, and your your wife's severed head is in a box, and the guy on the ground is telling him telling you how much he admires you. Mm -hmm. Where do you pull that from? Well, I, <laughs> it's like, not that immense amount of grief and yeah. anger and fear. Like you. <laughs> so one of the facts it's not in mine, but one of the facts they talked about was Morgan Freeman was like, I didn't know how to react. Cause they're like, you find a head in a box. He's like, I don't know how you react to that. Yeah. And he's like, I didn't really love the take they, they did. He's like, I wish I could have redone it because mm-hmm. his reaction, but he's like, but how, how does a normal person open a box, find a head and react? Like, what do you do? Yeah. It's so difficult. And then I also love how it, cause it keeps cutting back between Mills and Doe mm-hmm. and the camera is drastically different mm-hmm. for Mills. It's shaking around and it's jer- and then things. And then for Doe, it's very steady. Yeah. And then you can see it get steadier and steadier as Mills cracks mm-hmm. and then makes the decision to shoot him. Right. Yeah. And the camera reflects how his brain is working where yeah. it's like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know. I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. Yeah. And then it's a singular focus. This is done. Well, they, right? yeah. And they talk once, about... Once the, once the baby is brought up. Yeah. Oh, right? he didn't know. Oh. 
Yeah. He goes through all the stages of grief. Okay, do you want some fun facts before we talk about changes? Yes, yeah. let's fun fact it up. Okay, there was a lot, so I only grabbed five that I thought were pretty interesting. No theme song? Oh. <coughs> <laughs> fun facts, fun facts, fun facts with Chris. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> and coughing. Yeah. Okay, we talked about it a bit, but yes, Brad Pitt fell while filming the scene in which Mills chases John Doe in the rain. Pitt's arm went through a car windshield requiring surgery. The accident was worked into the script. Coincidentally, the original script called for Detective Mills to be injured during the sequence. Yeah. Apparently, he cut himself so bad you could see the white of the bone. Yeah. Oh. Also, if you actually if you pay attention, because the scene, mm-hmm. the the police station scene right before that chase mm-hmm. was filmed after, and you can actually, if you pay attention, you can tell that he's hiding his arm. Oh yeah. For that scene. <laughs> a bunch of a bunch of scenes. He either has it in his pocket yeah. or he has it elsewhere because yeah. they had to. Yeah. Um, so all of John Doe's books in his apartment were real books written for the film. Yeah. Uh. They took two months to complete and cost $15,000. I told you. According to Morgan Freeman, two months is about the time it would take for the police to read all of the books. Wow. That's a lot of work for nothing. Work for (laughs) very little payoff. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Some of it. Um, one I didn't pick up, maybe you picked it up. Uh, when Mills and Somerset go to Wild Bill's leather store looking for the information about John Doe, the clerk says that Doe had a limp. Behind them, outside the store, a man limping is shown watching the detectives. No, I didn't notice that. Mm-hmm. I did not notice that either, so I probably have to go back and rewatch that. I do notice that he doesn't <laughs> have a limp for because he falls yes. during the chase scene, right? He jumps over that balcony and then has a limp after yes. that. Yeah, at least for a little while. Uh, in 2001, the Patriot Act gave the government the ability to monitor library records, something in which at this point, oh, something at which one point halfway through the film is stated to not necessarily be legal. Yeah. It then oh. became legal. Oh. Not in Canada, but oh. that we know of. Good thing this, this movie isn't set in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> it's set in a nondescript American city. Um, yeah, they never yes. mention it. Yeah. But the most we get is like... Um, it's Tracy, is it? Yeah. Okay. No, Gwyneth Paltrow's just like, I hate the city, but okay. she's never like, I, she never yeah. even says what city so, it is. Um, lastly, for the greed scene, uh, Gene Borkman, Borkin, who plays the victim, he was hogtied and only wearing his underwear for most of the shooting. He was covered in over two gallons of fake blood, and oh. the blood was so thick and sticky that his knees became stuck to the floor. Oh. He was stuck to the floor. Nice. <laughs> Poor guy. Mm. Um, yeah, those are all of them. The other ones were, like, the guy that played Gluttony had to go into, like, the big fat suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They poured, like, six boxes of cockroaches over him. Yep. Oh. But and had to put things in his nose and ears to stop, but it didn't stop yeah. them going in his underwear. But they also, because he was having to wear the big fat suit all the time, made him well endowed. a very, very large penis. <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> Which you can see for just a second during the autopsy yeah. scene. That was the compromise. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to make you look good. You're going to be fat in this, like, huge, but... <clears throat> yeah. Yes. So there was... I mean, honestly, there's a ton of facts in this. Um, yeah. Didn't they also not know the... Um, yeah, the the sloth yeah, victim. Like They weren't supposed to know he's going to they, they didn't. Oh, they didn't tell the... Uh, they didn't tell the... Yeah, the that he was going to cough. That he was going to cough and come to life. So the reaction of the Dr. Cox was yeah. real. <laughs> John C. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I love when I see random people from Scrubs <laughs> show up in things, and you're like, Wait. especially serious things. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was in um, The Rock. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, it's always funny to see him in things. Yeah. It was a very small part. Yes, mm. that's why he's he played California. Yeah, I know. Mm. He could have cast them. We could have. Yeah. Yeah. So changes. Am I going first? Sure. Looks okay. Like um, kind of with my third. Um, fact one of the changes i want to do is i want my john doe to be in the background of a lot more scenes i have that as one of my changes too. when um somerset and tracy are talking in the restaurant i want him in the background Mm -hmm. like just off can't really tell there's a couple of scenes in the movie where they run into people or Mm -hmm. whatever and you think oh could that be well he is the photographer no no i know that but like when they go it is kevin spacey when they go into i can't remember which one it is it's early in the film but they go into something they push past the man yeah and i'm like well that could have been 
Kevin Spacey, mm-hmm. you know, if they had thought about that, right? And, like, he could totally be in the background of a bunch of things and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So, yes, I agree with you. That was one um, of my changes. I want a little bit more of them trying to look into John Doe through his apartment. Like, I want to see it. I want to find out a little bit more about him. And, like, that's where Somerset really wants to be, like, get into the mind of this guy. Because that's basically where it is. Um, what else did I want to change with this? I'm, I'm, I'm conflicted. And you're probably going to hate me. I'm conflicted on changing the ending. Yeah. And making it Somerset that shoots him. That was one of the endings. It was. And I know. Mm. I was reading that. There's three different endings. They're, they filmed a bunch of them. Yeah. And then they... Would that be, like, because he was taking... Because he was going to retire. That... He was going to retire anyway. And he, he knew. And he didn't, he didn't want. He knew Mills was going to do it. Yeah. He didn't want Mills to lose everything in life, mm-hmm. and he didn't want John Doe really to win. Yeah. Because that's essentially what happens. Oh, John Doe wins. He, he says he's got the upper hand when yeah. he opens the box. Yeah. Like he's really oh. Fuck. Well, he does. Like the thing is, like though him, him, he is envy. So that's why he must die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Brad Pitt is wrath. Yeah. Right. So like. By doing this, he completes his masterpiece. He wins. Yeah. Stop it. Right? Just give her a smack. Mm-hmm. Not the kid, by the way. <laughs> the cat. The cat. <laughs> um, just don't want people to be like, did they just say you hit the child? No. Um, no. Yeah, so I'm... I kind of want it to go the other way where it's just Somerset going, no. I'm going to... We're going to win this. Mm. Weird thought as well. I actually have... The notion of going kind of the speed route and having Somerset shoot Mills so he doesn't shoot John Doe. Hmm. Yeah. Like not kill him. Like wing but him. like wing him so he knocks him out. Like stops him from doing it. Um. Other than that, I would like to know more about Pride because Pride just kind of seemed to be thrown in there. Yeah. Which was the supermodel one where it was either Cut call for help or. Well, he needed part. He needed all of them, right? Mm-hmm. So, but I felt like there was that one just seemed a little out of touch for me. So I'd like to know a little bit more, or have it be a little bit more in there. Well, are you finished? Yes. So go ahead. I want to add on to what you just said. So mm-hmm. I didn't want to make sure you were done first. Um, one of the things I wanted to change, just to add on to what you just said, is I think if they redo this movie, they should come up with all new sin like ways to kill the people oh yeah i don't think they should use the same way like gluttony shouldn't just be fed to death and all that stuff i think it would be it would um benefit the movie to change how those people oh, die this is gonna sound disgusting i'm gonna say it though okay. one of the ways you could kill gluttony is basically through like bulimia you feed him, and then you make him puke it up every time, and then refeed it to him. Or he eats oh, himself. Oh, God. That was more of the eats himself type of thing. Uh, yeah. yeah, told you this was going to get gross. Yeah. There yeah, are like, there are very I, creative I think, ways. I think they should change the stuff. There's things in this movie that I'm really glad they don't show us. I'm really glad we don't see Lust's body. I think that would have been... Oh, no. That no. would have been rough. <laughs> That poor guy. Yeah. Well, that's why they show you the instrument, and you're like, ah, yeah. oh, that's why they yeah. didn't show it. Did, okay. did you read the fun fact about him? How he did that scene? Yeah. Yeah. He stayed up like for a couple of days to look, make himself look like crap, and then he hyperventilated. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like so, he got way that more guy's oxygen. A really good character actor. I've seen oh him in quite gosh. a few things over the years. Like, well, he nothing was... like this bad. <laughs> no, he... but like well, that's. Thirty seconds of yeah. him, you're just like, oh he shit. He seems very terrified. I wonder, like, yeah. so if that happens, because he had, he like he said, he had the gun in his mouth, so he had to do it, even though he didn't want to do. It. What happens to a person like that? Because so, he technically murdered her. That would depend on the DA. Yeah. The DA, if they wanted to prosecute, they could easily prosecute him as manslaughter. The the problem with it kind of is, you only have his version of it. You yeah. don't know the gun was held to his mouth. I know, but That's the what way he said. he's acting, like... True, but if you go off of just one I, source, I believe they would probably not. However, if you want to really go, like, weird about this, mm-hmm. um, the DA would probably pursue that because they lost John Doe. They would want someone to pay for the crime. Oh, well, that's, that's would, why they would go after yeah, they, Mills. Whether or not it would just be like, hey, 
he was like he says he wasn't complicit like he is obviously not complicit because of how terrified he is Mm -hmm. right but someone has to pay for this let's try and at least get something out of him right Mm -hmm. whereas if they had caught john doe and he was going to jail a trial of the century type of thing they would have let him go with a you know sorry for your troubles enjoy the life of therapy Mm -hmm. and never sleeping again well (laughs) it's kind of one of the things one of the things i really loved is when they're talking to john doe's lawyer and good old robert schiff yeah another great character but they're like they're like oh there's two more bodies out there and they're like do we just say screw it we're not going to find them yeah or do we go and and do this i love how he plays that lawyer he's just like i just work for the dude i have to do it this yeah, way i'm paid like this is what he wants to do they, by law they have to mm-hmm. do what their client wants them right they can't not right so but it is even if they're psychopaths yeah, yeah. but I, I like how he's like we'll do the insanity plea then if if yeah. you guys don't go with this and you're like so you literally just stated you're going to either say yeah i did it or no i'm like it's probably not going to work and by the way the insanity plea is very very like, hard m- no it's like never used yeah because it's impossible to really... You can't prove it. It's one of those weird things where you can't really prove someone is yeah. like crazy. It's an act of passion or it's yeah. something. But it's like 1% of all cases. It's one of those, one those, one of those movie things yeah. Like that doesn't really isn't really a real life thing. Blame Batman for that. Sure. Batman sends everybody to Arkham. Technically, they are all criminally insane. Also, it's super easy to escape from there. That's why they all, they all go there. Yes. Oh, because yeah. the system is very corrupt. They also, send them there so that they can escape. Also, yeah. none of the like arrests would be good because it's a vigilante that did all the work. Yeah. <laughs> so all the cases would be thrown out. Yeah. And we got off topic. <laughs> but yes. Yeah. Any more changes from you? Um, obviously, I'd like to put mine today. Yeah. Um, I think... You could get around, like, I want to keep the library thing, though. I like the library thing. Because of the fact that Somerset's this old school, look things up in a book type of person. And not only that, but, like, they could, you could have the fact that he is, that, that John Doe is kind of not using technology because he knows it'll get him caught. Mm-hmm. Right, so like that's why he goes to the libraries, and that's why. But that's why he pays everything yeah, with cash. Because and they could do that early on and be like, "This guy has no. We have no way way of tracking him. He has no digital footprint. He has no like. There were no cell signals coming from that house for four days, like stuff like that." And mm-hmm. they just be like, "Well, it's because he's not online. Mm-hmm. And when they find his house, he has a, a dial-up phone. He has." no internet he has you know stuff of stuff so pays with everything in cash like this they, dude is they find the a brain. razor flip phone and they're like what is this <laughs> <laughs> who still has a razor flip so phone? I, I like that just because like I, I do enjoy stuff set kind of in the like the the now well right? I, I i agree on this because i think it's way more creepy if they can't find him in the now because yeah. we talk about technology all the time and then yeah. that just explains how actually intelligent this guy is and the lengths because they got to be like how did he get into a building with this high-end lawyer and no one nobody knew yeah right see i I really do think that adds to his invisibility Mm -hmm. right that just how how the movie shows him as this invisible force Mm -hmm. until the very end so (laughs) what are you changing I always forget I, about this I kind part. of a, It's a yeah. comedy now. Yeah. Starring no. Melissa McCarthy. Oh my god. And Rose Byrne. <laughs> <laughs> Kate McKinnon is the murderer. <laughs> oh, and I gotta change my murderer. <laughs> um, I don't know. I didn't really think about that as much. But yeah, I would want um, John Doe to be showing up a bunch more mm-hmm. because... Uh, like he's nobody yeah so we should not be noticing him yeah. and he should be always there mm-hmm. that makes sense um it bothered me okay the girlfriend no not the girlfriend the wife's not really in it that much like barely any yeah i don't know so that character could be in there a bit more, a you know, more maybe, yeah mm-hmm. maybe like you get involved and you actually care if this character dies or even like like um like see her because she says she's a teacher yeah. But she's not working. Maybe see her going to an interview. Yeah. Right? Like, like, I don't just, know. Just a little bit. It's like, hey, I have an interview to go to. Maybe. Right? Maybe more interactions and stuff like that. Because it's yeah. like, it was like 
I forgot that Gwyneth Paltrow is in this because I'm the like, only oh, one, yeah. the only one, the only interaction you really get is that dinner scene, which I like. Somerset gets invited to dinner, yeah, but which... I like when she invites him to dinner. Like she's like, wait, what? What? My wife wants to talk to you, and then she doesn't say bye to him. No, <laughs> he just hangs up the phone. <laughs> Yeah, so it'd be nice to see more interaction yeah. with that. And I don't know why this is going to sound stupid. I would, I want to see the head in the box. It bothers me that you never see the head in the box. They made a head. Yeah. You <laughs> don't see it in this movie. You see it in Contagion. Really? Gwyneth Paltrow, when she, in Contagion, right, because yeah. she dies, the autopsy scene, they actually used the head. Oh, Weird. So they made a head. So they never... just had the head rolling around for like ten years. Yep. Until With Paltrow's head. <laughs> I don't know. Just why okay. not? It just Steven pops. Soderbergh's like, I don't want to make another mold. <laughs> Calls yeah. up David Fincher. <laughs> oh, I have it in my garage. <laughs> There's so many things wrong with this. We're just gonna keep going. Because it just bothers me. Because you're just going off. Um, Summer, Somerset, right? Yeah. His reaction. His reaction. Yeah. And you just have to believe that that is her head. Because I'm like, is, is your then, head actually in it? Like, I don't know. I just, it bothers me as a... Totally understand. I, I think know. one of the parts of that is actually studio interference. Really? I do. I've always thought this. Because the first couple of murders are super gruesome. You yeah, get to see the scenes. I, I think and it's then, weird. And then, as you said pride and lust and they yeah. just kind of run through them and you don't really get to interact with them very much yeah i think what happened was people saw early shots of this film and were like you need to cut back so the studio <laughs> actually had a rewrite of this at the ending oh. right um sorry I'm, I'm going through my facts studio re rewrote the ending and it was fincher 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 and brad pitt that was like Brad Pitt was like, I will sign on, but you cannot change the head in the box scene. Yeah, I, I You read have that. to have that in the movie. So I think their compromise was yes, but just don't show the head. Oh. I don't know, it's just... But they, you get that weird, like, you get that weird flash of Gwyneth Paltrow. Mm-hmm. Which isn't supposed to be sublim subliminal. Can't speak. But it, you're supposed it's to notice Tyler it. Durant flash. Oh, mm -hmm. a Tyler Durden flash? Yeah. I thought of that, too. When I watch, I'm like, oh, is this Fight Club all over again? <laughs> Another Fincher film. But I feel like you could, you could kind of do it like that. Yeah. Like, where it's just... But it would be more Somerset doing the flash of, and then... Because you've got to have a, a weird balance. Because it's just... You need Somerset to get closer and have that kind of, like, back and forth between who who's going to shoot, who's not going to shoot, what are they going to do. Yeah. You want to just close that a little bit? Uh, yes, I agree. Uh, so, yes. Anything else, Danielle? What's in the box? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Because it's just there's so much gore and stuff in this, but we're like, we're not going to show you the head. I, I totally think nowadays they can get away with it. The fact that you, yeah. you watched Hannibal, right? Yeah. Like the Hannibal was a cable TV show and got away with worse. Oh yeah. Like that show. Had some amazingly gory and Game elaborate, yeah, so and elaborate crimes. We I saw Ned Stark's head on want, a pike. Yeah. I want it gorier. Yeah, there you go. So, <laughs> and like I, I think that's a good example too, because like, like these are obviously staged crime scenes, mm -hmm. right? That's kind of the whole point of them. And I think, I think with the set direction and stuff that they had for the show Hannibal. Like the the one with Mads Mikkelsen, mm -hmm. like I think that would benefit from mm -hmm. the, like a remake of this movie would benefit from stuff like that because they did it so well. They staged those scenes incredibly well, yeah. um, and I, I I think it'd be fun to have them way more elaborate. Like when you walk in on Gluttony, you should know that this is because he is a fat man or because he is gluttonous, yeah. right? And Gluttony doesn't necessarily have to be food, but like. No. It's just an overindulgence in... Yeah. Like, and I think, like, you should... They should be over the top because I think this movie should be... I think everyone knows... Over the top, as you said, Danielle. Yeah. So. Anyway. Shall we get to the incredibly tiny cast list? <laughs> yeah. Because when you look at the cast list, it's, like, all the different murder victims. Yeah. So you can't... You can't cast that. You know, you could always make a sequel to this, which is The Seven Virtues. Yeah. Oh. Where seven people are good. Yeah. <laughs> like getting murdered? <laughs> yes. Getting murdered. That's it. So, um, um, Since we haven't really talked about him that much, 
um, I know we talked about him on like the movies that made me and stuff like that, but like the movies that made me. Um, I really like. I really enjoy Fincher's films, as I said at the beginning of this film, or beginning of this podcast. I think this is a good one, not his best. Um, I think you see it a little bit in this, um, but it really accumulates in stuff like Girl with the Dragon Tattoo and Gone Girl, where he has this weird, dark sense of humor mm-hmm. that he puts into his films. Um, you have you see it in Zodiac too, actually, because of Robert Downey Jr. Um, yeah. But like this movie has it a little bit. That dinner scene definitely has it. Where they're laughing at the subway thing, right? Um, I love that Morgan Freeman just like cracks up, yeah. and then they're just like laughing at him. Like, yeah. why are we laughing? Um, but I think that this movie needs that as well. It needs a darker side of the sense of humor where you're going to have those couple of people know what's going on and laughing about it. Well, I think, um, but not everybody. You, you you've got to have that with Somerset. He's got to have a dark sense of humor because he's and i guess i'll talk about him when we get there but like he's seen it all yeah he does i love the fact he walks in on gluttony and he doesn't react brad pitt walks in um mills walks in and it's immediately hit with the smell yeah but like he's just like it's the city Mm -hmm. he doesn't care but like he needs to have that really dark sense of humor to kind of get himself through it and i love that conversation they have at the bar where he's like you you aren't quitting because you you don't want to do this anymore. You're yeah. not doing this anymore because you quit. Yeah. Right. He's like you you still believe what yeah. I believe. You just don't want to. Yeah. Like I think that's a really really good speech and like you can see how that affects Somerset. Yeah. Because he throws that metrotone when he can't sleep and all that. And stuff, he starts right? throwing his knife, his switchblade. Yeah. <laughs> switchblade. Ha. <laughs> what are you a, a jet or a shark? Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. What's that story? I get back to you on this. <laughs> Isn't that up for Oscars? Yes, it is up for Oscars. <laughs> Steven Spielberg's version. Yes. Because yeah. so. it's Steven Spielberg. Well, yes. Yeah. Um, I would like to talk about the fact that I don't think he does it this much in this movie, but David Fincher is excellent at using special effects. Um, I think this movie was a little bit too before visual effects. Because um, this was what, I don't, what did I wrote down? 95? 95, some of that. I think. Uh, 95. Yeah. Um, but like Zodiac, which isn't like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, wouldn't, you wouldn't think of it being an effects laden film. Because <laughs> of the fact that it's a 1960s San Francisco, it's full of special effects because they had to replace skylines. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just seamless, and he does it very, very, very well. Um, one of the better better ones is in in um, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Like almost everything when they're driving and stuff, like car chase scene when they pull up to his house, like almost all of that is special effects, and you just wow. cannot tell. Like he does it very, very, very well. Um, the only movie I've never seen of his is Panic Room. Oh, I've I seen saw Panic that Room. One. Yeah, I just never gotten around to seeing. It. I don't know why. <laughs> I like everybody involved, just I except for Dwight Yoakam. No one Clossed. likes Dwight Yoakam claustrophobia that's yeah. probably why i didn't like that movie yeah. and being st- like they couldn't leave and i pretty yeah, don't they, they toy st- with them they were stuck in a panic room yeah, yeah. so anyway shall we get to zikast zikast yes Ooh. oh yeah. i didn't know that what um david fincher was a producer on love death and robots oh i could see it <laughs> can see that too i knew he did house of cards and mindhunter but i didn't know he did love death and robots love death and robots was great yeah okay we starting uh, it off started it off uh one of you two starts it off because i'm gonna you I'm started gonna it off okay. we're doing john doe john, start john with doe. john doe because he's got such a low part okay uh, kevin spacey we're not talking about him okay we can okay like i've talked about this when we're watching the movie he's a great actor and Terrible human being. Terrible human being. Yeah. So that sucks. But, like, he's fantastic in this. And he's I fantastic know. in tons of stuff. Yeah. But he's a piece of shit. Yeah. So. Even, like, Drive Baby. Drive Baby Driver? Yes, Baby Driver. Drive, drive Baby. Drive Baby. <laughs> drive Baby. That's a different movie. That's why he's not walking yeah. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> baby Driver. <laughs> like, he's great in it, but he's still a piece of shit. I know. You can still enjoy stuff. Like you can enjoy that he's a good actor, but he's separate a piece of the shit. art from the artist type yes. of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is a good movie, Baby Driver. 
Driver, drive, baby. Okay, who's your John Doe? <laughs> All right, I went with um, Billy Currup. Did I say it right? Kind of. Crudup? Crudup, I think. Damn. This is good with yes. You okay. said it perfectly well. I kind of went, went with him because um, the same, because um, Kevin Spacey kind of acts kind of like monotone in this mm-hmm. and kind of creepy and stuff. And I know he can do that too. MasterCard commercials. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> totally. What? Those were he was perfectly monotone in those. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I was thinking more of uh, Dr. Manhattan. Yes. Yes. Because yeah. even though he's a good guy, he was actually not that good of a guy in that. No, he was not. He was, <laughs> ter- he was no. a terrible god. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, w- that's why I went with him because I thought he could bring in that. Because he, he is creepy. He's a psychopath. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, there we go. Go ahead. How about Dane DeHaan? Nice. I know that name. He was Green Goblin in The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Valerian. Oh, okay. She never that saw guy. that. Valerian. No, we started that, and I was like, I'm not finishing this. Yeah. They say Valerian a lot. Yes. yes. Didn't that. realize that was his name, um, so we started watching yes, that movie. Dane DeHaan. He looks... Yeah. yeah. Sorry. He looks yeah. creepy. Yeah. I think he can pull off that, like... Have you seen Chronicle? Yes. Great in Chronicle. <laughs> yes. But that, just that, that like made him straightforward, like, yeah. yes. Yeah. That was a great movie. But like, yeah, having him just be this like calm, I don't know, intelligent person. Mm-hmm. It's just like, as you said, monotone. Like yeah. it's yeah. kind of just like the straight up, and he can do that so well. So yes, Dane DeHaan. Mm-hmm. Good. Who'd you have? Um, deciding whether or not I want to change mine at the last second. I had no. two, I had two people, and I'm deciding which one I want to do. You can't go Dane DeHaan. I not, just did it. He wasn't one of my people. That's a good choice, though. I really yeah. like that choice. Um, okay. It's my good, my good movie day. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a little um, recency bias, probably. Okay. Mostly because I can't wait to see him as the Riddler. Okay. But I had picked Paul Dano. Okay. Um, I had picked Paul Dano before I remembered he was the Riddler. <laughs> Which is why I picked the second person, um, but I think he he has this way of being this calm, collected psychopath. Yes, that I think I almost went with him. Would we be really oh. good? Like I know we didn't finish the movie, but he was amazing, and there will be blood um, and stuff like that. So I think he just I think he has it in him, and I think that's why they chose him for the Riddler. Yeah. Um, so. Do you want your Slurpee? So. Yeah. Do you want okay. your Slurpee? Okay. Me too. I want mine. The police captain. Yes. Mr. Uh, Drill Sergeant himself. I know. Not right? yelling at people. So yeah. I was a little thrown off by this. Yeah. I, I f- honestly forgot he was in this movie yeah. when I rewatched it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. Full metal jacket. Yeah. Arlie Ermey is an amazing actor. Mm-hmm. He, he's uh, passed away now, isn't he? Yeah, last year, I believe. You can't use him then, Chris. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can't was, bring people back. He obviously rose to fame. Yeah, 2018. Yeah. Um, rose to fame as the drill sergeant. Full yeah. metal jacket. Full metal jacket. Yeah. Um, well, was I he? absolutely love the story behind that. Where he was there to teach the actor to play the drill sergeant how to be a drill sergeant. Because he was sergeant. one, right? Because he, he was, was one. And Stanley Cooper was like, you're just better at this. Can you just do this? <laughs> Can you just, just like, yeah, sure. get in there and, and yell at yeah. our... So, like, he is... That's a terrifying scene. <sighs> oh, it is, but it's great because yeah. he's literally just doing what he does. Yeah. So. And then he shows up in a whole bunch of other things. Yeah. 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 Who's your police captain? I went with uh, Angela Bassett. Did I say it right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's she, amazing. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. why. Because yeah. she's amazing. Um, I know. I guess this, this role's not even that big either. No. no. Really, but um, I think she can bring a presence to the role because, like, obviously, like you said, um, he brought a presence to this role, and you're like, oh, hey, it's him. Yeah. So I kind of want that as well. I like it. Yeah. Thank you. I know. I went with Kate Blanchett. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, like, so, yeah. Well, weird choice, but. Galadriel? I was thinking Hella, but okay. <laughs> she brings a present. But she does bring a present. She brings authority, and I think 
I want somebody to balance off of Somerset a little bit more because mm-hmm. I want them to, of course, have that, I guess, professional relationship. Oh, yeah, there's that scene where Brad Pitt is basically just sitting in a chair and they're, like, ignoring him. Yeah, almost. I, talked yeah. About that, I yeah. was talking about that earlier. So, yeah. But, yeah. And then even in, like, the DA's sitting there and they're yeah. all with the lawyer. Like, I just wanted Shaft. one where it's, like, yeah. Shaft. <laughs> <sighs> it was the guy who originally play played Shaft. Shaft. Um but yeah, having having somebody that can be like this presence of a police captain. So yeah, Kate Blanchett. It's a good one. Yeah, you're, having a, you're having a good day. I'm so having far. a good day. Who'd have to have? Um, I picked Tim Roth. Good choice. Yeah, yeah. he's a lot like Arlie Ermey. He's really good at yelling at people and stuff like that. Yeah. Even though he doesn't yell though. No, in this I role. know, but that's kind of one of the things <laughs> that I like about him because like you expect this guy to yell at them. Yeah. Right, and that's. He just yells at the guy that's yeah. on the phone. Yeah. I love that scene. It's such a funny scene. This isn't even my desk. <laughs> yes. That is a great, a great moment. Um, but no, I, I think Tim Roth is a very, very talented actor. And I think I just, I like seeing him and stuff. And I like, this is perfect for him as this, this small character. <laughs> Cause he's a, such a great character actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So later. Yeah. Okay. You're not dirty. Oh, we're going to pause for a sec before we get to Tracy. Okay, we're back. We're going to do Tracy now. Um, our very small role by Gwyneth Paltrow. Pepper Potts. Pepper yeah. Potts. Uh, actress we have talked about before because of Shakespeare in Love that we no. generally don't really like. Um, Me. She's just a... She's a yeah. Meh, she's an actress. She was good in this. She was... But she, she was, had like three scenes and that was it. She was Gwyneth Paltrow in this. Yes. Okay. Who'd you have? I had Tyler Hoechlin. I think I'm saying that right. Um, Superman in Supergirl. I thought that's who he was. Yes. Superman in Supergirl, or yeah, well, I don't, I don't. He has his Superman. own show now. Does he? Yeah. Superman okay, I, I remember yeah. him showing up in the Supergirl show, and they're like, oh, we're gonna bring Superman in, and he's he's actually a really good Superman. Mm-hmm. He's a great Superman. Yes, and so like I said, I want this character more fleshed out. I want you to get invested. Be nice if. Mm-hmm. Even um, Somerset like got to. There's just that one scene where they're talking. Maybe gets more invested in his life as well, so that mm-hmm. when he dies, it's gonna be very upsetting. There's not gonna be any pregnancy though. Obviously. Yes. Mm. <laughs> but you that would make a very interesting movie. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hold on, what? <laughs> but I mean, it's it still can be upsetting, right? And, yeah. and I think with getting invested in the character, it'll be more upsetting to the. Viewers, hopefully. And I don't want to see the head. Yes. Let's see that severed head. We <laughs> get it. We get it. What's in the box? What's weird? in the okay, box? I can't do vomit. Which was weird. Okay. Yeah, she can't do vomit. Yeah, I can't. You know, sometimes they... Yep. I almost barf every time I have to clean up. And then Freya threw hmm. up the other day. I tried cleaning up. I almost threw up. And I was like, okay, okay, I got it. <laughs> Sorry, that reminds me of... Well, I kept being like, I don't want to clean up both your pukes. Just leave. <laughs> Have you seen, um, oh, it's a Vince Vaughn movie, um, Four Christmases? No. No. So they have to go and spend f- four different Christmases. Christmas I'm going to guess it's a puke scene. But there's a great scene where she's holding, uh, who is it? I can't remember now. But she's holding a kid and the yeah. kid throws up. Vince Vaughn's next to him. And he's like, no, I can't do it. Don't look at it. I'm going to throw up. And that's basically and what it. Did she throw up? No. Okay. But he like I basically abandons her. It's I don't like seeing it in movies either. I hate it. And I actually have to look away. And it's usually when we're eating too. So I'm like, oh, perfect. It's one of those things. Just that they, chowder. It's they fine. do a lot in movies. <laughs> they, they show people throwing up. And I keep acting. Sometimes like you do not need it. No. Or you don't need to actually see it. It could be off screen. Yeah. I'm okay with hearing the sounds. I don't yeah. need to see it. Mm-hmm. Which is like, I can clean up poop. That's fine. I don't know. It's vomit. Anyway. It just bothers me. Anyways. Enough of the vomit. Who do I have? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I went with uh, Anna Diarmas. Okay. Marta from Knives Out. Yeah. Joy from Blade yes, Runner. Yes. She is a sexy not, woman. Yeah. She is a sexy woman. <laughs> but she played... She's so great in um, the James Bond movie. The newest one. Yes. Have you seen it? No. Okay. So She's I'm going to take your word. She's great in that. She's part of a lawsuit. Oh, what? A funny, funny lawsuit. Okay. Oh, I, so, I was like, oh, no. I didn't, do, do, I you guys, do, the... do you guys remember the movie Yesterday? You may never have seen it, but do you remember it? Oh, about the music? About yeah. the Beatles. Okay. The guy that comes up with... Yeah, he gets he gets hit by a, a car, and he wakes up in a world where the Beatles never existed, but he remembers all their songs. Mm-hmm. So she was in that movie, but she was cut out of it. 
But Why? she was part of the marketing. Because the marketing happened before they cut her out of it. Oh. So people are suing the people who made the movie because they went and saw it because of Anna de Armas and she wasn't in the film. <gasps> and they're suing it for like millions of dollars wow. of emotional damage. Oh. And it's like, are you kidding me? It's her, it's her mom. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I really wanted to see my daughter in this movie. <laughs> but she's a great actress. She's mm-hmm. amazing. And Knives Out is just yeah, great. And that's kind of, I want her to be this more like innocent and have more interactions and be a little more present. But because then it's the ultimate emotional, oh my God, you just killed her off. Yeah. yeah. I do like the fact you never see her get killed. You don't see her interact with him. It's just suddenly it shows up and you're like oh what mm-hmm. um but yeah so yeah Hannah de Armas okay who'd have to have um neither of you are gonna know who this is so I'm gonna pull up a picture of her um that we can't see because yeah I have oh, my okay. major glare on okay. that um I have Tuppence Middleton oh I know Tuppence um you don't know her what a name <laughs> <laughs> she was one of the characters in Sense 8 um, a show oh, yeah, by the witch house she's there I really really enjoyed mm. um, I think she did a really good job she's been in a few other things um, but it's more mainly for that that I know her mm-hmm. um, but yeah as I said this like as we've, both, we've all said this is a, quite a small part but I think she has a really good way like in Sense8 she did this where she was this super strong character that was also very emotional yeah. um, so I really think that you kind of need this from the character well, right, I to think... be more of a Sorry, I was going to say... To be more of an important part of the film, right? I was going to say, small part doesn't mean... Because, like, both John Doe and Tracy are small parts, but they have to, like, hit it to be memorable. Yeah. Mm. Right? And that's where I think it's like, sure, it's a small part, but, like, they got to be able to make an impact on the rest of the movie because there's not that many people. No, I know. Yeah, Tuppence. Yeah. We'll we'll look it up later. Yeah. Good old Tuppence. Well, I guess it's me now. Sorry, I just like the name. Well, we have to start. It's Mills now. Yes. It's Mills. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Good old Brad Pitt. Fight Club. Fight Club. He's Legend he's, of the Falls. He's a good actor. River runs through it. Troy. Meet Joe Black. He's a pretty boy. All the Oceans movies. Deadpool 2. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's so weird. <laughs> Got paid with coffee. Yeah. Sorry, I love that when he just randomly shows up in it. And you're just like he's uncredited too, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. But it's also like, wait, was that Brad Pitt? I know, <laughs> I know. That was Brad Pitt. Yeah. Um, so bizarre. So, did you know this that Brad Pitt is now the same age that Morgan Freeman was in this movie? No, I did not. Yep. <laughs> that's that's fascinating. So you could easily have cast Brad Pitt as Somerset for this film. I. <laughs> I was going to cameo Brad Pitt somewhere in this as either the DA or just like some other random guy or one of the reporters or something. Like I wanted to throw Brad Pitt somewhere in here. Or in like the police or in the police station when they're in like the bullpen and he's just like at the back, like going, filing something else out. Yeah. yeah. Who is your Mills? Uh, Zachary Quinto. Okay. He's a good actor. I didn't say he wasn't. He's great. I like that it was immediately defensive. He's a good actor. Yes. Yeah. I almost thought about putting him as a John Doe because he can do the monotone thing too, but um, he can get angry. We've seen that. So oh, yeah. I want a, I want a very passionate, you know, <laughs> what's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? Yeah. And um, yeah, my mills and my, because I, I think they're supposed to be going for like people who don't really would look like they wouldn't work together. So mm-hmm. You're definitely going to get that when you get my other character. But yeah, Zachary Quinto. Okay. He's awesome. Yeah, he's good. I like, especially like him as Robot. <laughs> he's good as Robot. And Invincible. I like I'm reading as, the comics. I like him as Spock. Yeah, that's where I was going to say, like I was gonna say yeah. the, the anger. You can yeah. get it from that. He was scary. It just beats... Uh... Yep. Well, he beats a lot of people, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Because you're not supposed to get angry, but they can get angry. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a little Vulcan. It's fine. Yeah, I know. Um, okay, well, I want the other franchise. I want Star Wars. Um, oh. I went with John Boyega. Because cool. he's going to play off of the the Somerset kind of the same way. I like him, um, And I think, I mean, we haven't seen him a lot since Star Wars kind of stopped. 
I hope I see more of him. I really liked him. And, and he's, I, I he's do. super cute, too. And I think he can do the emotion of, like, anger and all that. And trying to be, like, proving himself. Which was a little bit what Finn was like. Yeah. Do you want him to have his accent? <laughs> the thing is, he totally could. Because, like, there, we mm-hmm. don't know where some where Mills comes from. No. Right? Like, he could, have, he could have easily have come from England. Yeah, because uh, no. What's-Her-Name has an accent, too. She's, what is she? Anna de Armas? Yeah, she's. She's Doesn't she have an accent? South American. Yeah. Oh, she did. Brazil? Marron? I want to say I Brazil. I thought yeah. she had an accent. She does. No, okay. she does. That's why okay. we're trying to remember. Uh, I'll, I'll quickly look it up. Because, yeah. But yes, John Boyega is, cool. is good. I don't know. I don't know about the accent, but it depends on how well he can do a, an American one. But it could also be she can do an American he, one. Yeah. So it could be she meets him and can brings him over. We know he do an American one. Yeah. It doesn't Wars. Oh, okay. Cuba. Cuba. April 30th, 1988. Mm. I think she's four years older than John Boyega. Okay. Well, they're married, so. Well, it was more of like she is quite a bit older than Daniel Craig was <laughs> last Bond movie, and I'm glad they didn't do anything now. Yeah. <laughs> so Leah Sadu is quite a bit younger than him as mm-hmm. well. So. Yeah. so, yeah. That's my Mills. Cool. Who's cool. your Mills? Um, I picked Zoe Kravitz. Good choice. Yeah, I think, again, I'm really looking forward to the Batman. <laughs> I think her, I don't, I have never, I've enjoyed her in the movies that I've seen her in. Mm-hmm. I've never thought she was spectacular. But I think from what I can see from what they're doing with her as her version of Selena Kyle, mm-hmm. I really enjoy it. Um, and I'm hopeful that I can see something that I enjoy when it comes to her acting more than just she was good, right? She was good because I think I, she was outshined by the Batmobile. It's I fine. really do. Th- I really want to see her new movie out that's right now. That's called Kimmy. Mm-hmm. It looks really, really good. Um, so yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. Okay. The voice of God Himself. Every I time know. he explains something, he gets another freckle. Yeah. Bing. <laughs> Morgan <sighs> Freeman. Morgan I love Freeman's Morgan Freeman. Great, yeah, yeah, great actor. I'm pretty sure we've talked about Morgan Freeman a lot. So. Yeah, have you ever casted him before? Um, I don't think we have. You just no. used him? I swear we so have. So you've used him. You might have used him. What movie would we have recasted Morgan Freeman in? This is going to drive yeah, me crazy. Yeah, we've was... used him. Yeah. Yes, because yeah. we've talked about him a lot because we always talk about the Lego movie. Yeah, because I, I love, love him in the I Lego love movie. I that scene, or the, he just because he just said that, right? And they they, they, left, they yeah, left. I don't know in. what's going on, but no, <laughs> we're just break go. that down for me because I don't <laughs> know what's going on. <laughs> Let's just move on. Yeah. That so, is not yours. That's fine. Yes, Morgan Freeman's great, and he was great in this. Yeah, I I really do like him in this, mostly because it's very different from what you normally see him in. Mm-hmm. Um, he did a couple of these in the '90s. Or he was like a different kind of person. The Bone Collector. That was Denzel Washington. Oh yeah, wrong one. What did he do then with Angelina Jolie? Oh, Wanted. Wanted. I got there in the end. Yeah, it's fine. My brain's okay. not working. Um, you guys haven't redone that one though. Have wanted? You? No, you know. Oh, okay. Well, I guess we could. It's definitely more than ten years old. I think no. by now. Um, but no, I'm like, I was thinking more like this is a stupid movie. Ever see? Ever see Hard Rain? No. <laughs> so it's Christian Slater. So you already there know you it's go. bad, um, <laughs> but it's a, in a town that has is it flooded. So the, you know, so it's, it's hard rain. It's really it's raining really badly. It's flooded, and Morgan Freeman and a group of other people have decided to rob the bank in town or something like that. So okay. it's Kirsten Slater's sheriff or whatever it is against this group of. It's a fairly good '90s action movie along the lines of Bro- Broken Arrow and stuff like that. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Morgan Freeman mm-hmm. has always been good. We had to have. Really, you think? I feel like we had casted him in something, or we've we've recasted him in, from something. Mm. And now this is gonna hurt my brain. Yeah. Why? Why would I think this? Hassa? I don't know. Why? I don't, I don't think we recasted him in anything. I feel like it's weird that we haven't recasted Morgan Freeman. Why? I don't know. He's just in a lot. <laughs> This is this is hurting my brain. Okay, well, whatever. Yeah. Mills. Mills. Who's no. your Mills? Somerset. Somerset. Who's your yeah, Somerset? Yeah, we just did Mills. We did Mills. Who's your Mills? Okay. Do it again. 
<laughs> okay, my Somerset is uh, Regina King. She's a little young to be a Somerset, don't you think? No, she's like... I looked it up. I think she's at least 50. Okay. She looks good. I didn't think she did. <laughs> I was saying the opposite of that fact. <laughs> well, she's definitely a bit older than... Um, Mills, so I think that works. <laughs> and she is badass. I I really liked her in the Watchmen series, yeah. and I also liked her in uh, Hang 'em High or whatever it's called. No, 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 harder, harder, uh, hard to kill. No, 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 harder they fall. There harder we they go. Fall. Yeah. That was good. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, because she was on the bad guys, right? She was part of the bad guys group. Yes. Yeah. So yes, she's awesome. I really like her. I don't know. They weren't really bad guys. I know it was a western. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, she's awesome. Hmm? That's basically why I picked her. And I think I think it would be interesting seeing these two play off each other because it just seems like they wouldn't be people who would Did we pick the same person? work together. Why? Oh my gosh. I don't know. You're looking at me weird. I don't know. Did you pick the same? Who do you have? I typecasted. And I, oh. I just I couldn't think of anybody else. I went Mandy Patinkin. What? <laughs> you definitely typecasted. I know. Whoa. I just... I, all I could see... Like Criminal Minds, Homeland, mm-hmm. even Dead Like Me. I loved him in Dead Like Me. Yeah. I watched the first season of that. But he's just, he, he has that character down. Mm-hmm. The, I'm tired. He's su- is he still acting? Yes. He's super old, though. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's why he's Somerset. <laughs> he's trying to retire, but he's but he plays the intelligent guy so well. Shall we talk about Denzel Washington now? Are you, is that who you chose? No, but did you read the fact about him? That he was supposed to be in this? He was offered the role of Mills. Okay. But turned it down. And then when he saw the movie, instantly regretted turning it down. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. So oh, well. I didn't want to say anything just in case you guys picked him. Denzel Washington? Yeah. No. Because he would definitely be... He would. Did you, know. you pick him? No. Okay. No. But I went with Maddie Patinkin. Yeah. All right. No, I we, told you it's okay, typecasted. Your whole list was good, and then how that is that one, not a good it one? It is. It's just like you know, and then he was on the nose. I know, yeah. but I, I I actually had him on the side as like the runner up, and then I kept going through people, and I'm like, no, I'm done. Yeah. I'm like this movie. If I wanted it, this is who it'd be, because he does it so well. Yeah. Andy Patinkin. I'm gonna agree with Danielle on something, and I picked Angela Bassett. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Because I've said this before because I've chosen her a couple of times. Yes, you have. She is a remarkable actress Mm -hmm. who I love seeing in stuff. It's more that really small part she played in Mission Impossible Fallout Hmm. where she was that no-nonsense, don't-give-a-shit CIA director or whatever the hell she was. She's great. (laughs) That's why I put her as the police captain. I I, thought about actually putting her in summer. And, like, I tried other people. Like, I've tried. Mm -hmm. You know, Will Smith was also on that list for a while. Yeah. He's a little bit too young for me, though. I didn't really care too much about age. I think he could do it, too. I just wanted someone. I just wanted, like, an age. And, like, Denzel was. You can retire whenever you want. Denzel was my first choice. Yeah. But then I read that, and then I'm like, oh, other people might choose choose him, so I went for somebody else. Um, and then when you say Angel Bass, I'm like, <laughs> you can also but retire if you take the job too. No, no, so this I know. is a very stressful job. Oh, yeah, yeah, but he's also he's supposed he's to be inexperienced yeah. on the streets. Like yeah. he knows things. He knows how to pay people off, mm-hmm. get information. Yeah. Like, yeah. and like just seeing her do this part would just mm-hmm. she be she would yeah. kill it. Like, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Okay. That's seven. No, it's suh, no, it's seven, seven, N. <laughs> this is not fan-forstic. Fan-forstic. <laughs> okay. Well, then, where can they find us on our podcast? You can find us on Facebook at Recasted. Um, at, at Twitter at Recasted Pod, Spotify, iTunes, Podbean, Google Podcasts. All the fun stuff. All the fun stuff. And Chris, where can they find you? Find me on Etsy at the Canuck Comic Guy store, as well as on the Instagram under the same title. Yeah. And Danielle, at? where can they find oh, you? Oh, find me on Instagram as well at Fiona Veer. Nice. I don't sell stuff. I just put up pictures. Not yet. <laughs> oh, that you could sell sounded yeah. wrong. Okay. <laughs> right. Well, that, 90s. That ends the 90s. The Good. 90s are now over. We never have to talk about the 90s again.
Did well, we do the 2000? No, we haven't done will. the 2000s no. yet. Next next season, we'll do the 2000s, and it'll be weird. And then we'll do the 80s. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just for fun. Oh, the 80s were a good time. No, they were not. I don't know. It was 87, so I only yeah, spent well, three years in the 80s. Yeah. I spent five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, four and a half. Yeah. I was born in April. <laughs> so. All right. Well, we're moving on. Yeah. New New month coming up. Mm-hmm. New themes. What's the theme? What is the theme? I actually can't remember how, what we it named was, it. Um, Movies that flopped. Yeah. There you go. There we go. Haha, yeah. I got there. Yes. So we're doing box office bombs. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to try to make them better. Yes. So. And our first movie, I think, will be a, a good challenge. We're going to see how it goes. Hopefully. I'm looking forward to it, yeah. weirdly. So, from all of us here at Recasted, go watch Speed Racer. <laughs>